Vikings led 9-0. Washington scored 24 unanswered points. Tough game here, and here is RG3. He's going to run for the first down, and still on his feet. RG3 is going to outrace everybody. This afternoon, they are trailing the Texans 14-7. Cameron cannot find anyone. Got to secure that football as he runs it out. Hello, hello, and welcome to the official Madden League 20 podcast. I am your host, Dave Randlett, and with me, my co-host, Tyler Johnson. Yo, yo. And our special guest today, friend of mine, former co-worker, drafter of Vincent Velez himself, and current manager of Drew Locke, it is Jordan Swanson. How are you? I am great. Pleasure is mine to be here oh, for the first time. Yeah, invited, I don't even think... though I've wanted to for a long time. When was the last time you were on a podcast at all? I don't think it... I've never been on a podcast. I've never been invited. That's well I've hinted since the beginning of podcasts. So, <laughs> well, this is your lucky day, and what a time to join after your uh, most recent expedition into the world of football. I would love to break that down a little bit. <laughs> yes, let's 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 uh, we will we'll get there. We'll get there. Uh, so, welcome everyone who's joining us today. Uh, we have, we're going to be talking about the file so far, we're going to be talking about the game so far, and we're going to be talking about where everyone's at. Uh, so I guess we'll start right off the bat, and uh, what do you guys think so far of the Madden 21 game itself, right now? I will defer to Tyler at first. Alright, um... Well, I feel like everybody that started it, their first few games, was like, wow, this is a lot harder. Because I know in my games, I was throwing like six, seven interceptions mm-hmm. every time. Well, that's learning that the, <laughs> <laughs> that the old, you know, the old tricks don't quite work, and things that used to be open aren't, and the adjustment is, is kind of nice to kind of put you back, and especially with mm-hmm. players not being insanely rated, but... uh Overall, it's been a few of the changes are pretty nice. Not enough to be too happy, but I'll take it. Oh yeah, absolutely. <clears throat> what about you, Jordan? So, as a football fan, I believe it is a decent upgrade to what we were doing mm-hmm. in playing this one. Um, Madden, what are we on? Madden twenty was. You know, just feels more arcadey, right? Um, and as a football fan, I can appreciate the improvements on the change of direction. Um, and but as a Madden player, as <laughs> someone who enjoys scoring points or or making big plays, it is a big disappointment. Um, mm-hmm. 
early on, obviously, I, I lost a large game against Dustin, who arguably was one of the best players mm-hmm. in the last file. Um, granted, I think he had a pretty good jump on it, mm-hmm. um, getting the file early, or yeah, the yeah, game yeah. early. Yep. Um, you know, I just downloaded it, like, a couple days ago, right? The day it started. <laughs> yeah. The day it started, pretty much. Um, but he was just worlds ahead on understanding the, the change of direction, which I feel is like one of the main, if not only huge differences. Um, but it was, it's an effective change. And, and as someone who kind of had little quirks to make big plays happen, mm-hmm. um, it is definitely something I will have to um, adjust my game to um, in playing the Steelers, CPU Steelers this morning. Um, it looked like you had a against... better handle on things. So I did not have a better handle of things on the first half. It was mm-hmm. 20, well, I forget what they scored, but. Oh, I think he cut out for a second. Uh, did we lose him? Yeah, he said he would be in and out, so he may have, he may have All popped right. out. Yeah, no, I, well, yeah. I, oh, I was going to give my thoughts. Is that okay? No. Oh, okay, that's fine. What do you have to uh, say? I was going to say, Dave, what are your thoughts? Oh, awesome. Uh, so my thoughts, uh, it definitely is an adjustment. Uh, I really enjoyed the gameplay of Madden 20. Um, I didn't feel like it was... I apologize, I was dropped. Oh, not a problem, not a oh, problem. Did right. you want to finish your thought? Uh, where did I leave off? You left off uh, about you Change were down direction. 20-something against the oh, Steelers. Oh, that's right, yeah, Steelers. Yeah, so, uh, you know, the first half was just atrocious. Um, I got lucky with a tight end touchdown by Noah Fant and then I was shut down but um, I did feel that I started figuring it out Um, but I just right now I'm forcing forcing old old habits and I'm gonna have to adjust appropriately Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah no I I definitely I feel like it was uh, it was an adjustment getting into this game the passing game has altered and I've heard from several guys in the league saying I don't understand why I can't hit guys. They're open, and then it's it's either too late or the defensive back comes out of nowhere and gets it. What I found is more so <laughs> in this game than in previous games, you really have to throw the ball before he is evidently open. It really is uh, a read the field and throw before it shows yeah, itself. Yeah, you got you to know what your guys can do and, and, and yeah. where their strengths are and act accordingly. Yeah, it seems like they've really made things more precise. Where, where I think you, you were right, Madden 20 was a little bit more uh, loose with the player types making the plays, whereas this seems much more precise, which I like. It is more difficult, though. Um, oh, yeah. And but, if, if I can add, yeah. um, being down 24 to nothing at half, or 24 to 7, whatever it was, mm-hmm. at half, um, as kind of counting that game out at that point just because anything I felt I was trying was not working mm-hmm. um, and I think at that point Ben Roethlisberger was 12 for 12 and like oh, wow. 213 yards or something yeah. um, I started user locking because I counted it as a loss um, yeah. and if you have a hot route that you aren't um, locking on to mm-hmm. otherwise if, if another receiver that you aren't locked to is the hot route mm-hmm. the QB will throw it to them and you are counted out completely so 
Oh, um, interesting. That that that, oh, wow. that was not the case last last file. Oh, that's um, interesting to know. So, just user lock has also been you know if there's a hot route, that's where he's looking. It's been adjusted. Um, it has mm-hmm. been adjusted, and I I think it has been you know improved to the mm-hmm. point where you aren't controlling the QB if you aren't locked on, right, which right, I think right. was one of the main issues with it. So oh, that's that good to know. That's good to know. In, in, in playing around, um, again, I, I, I took the loss and, and whatnot, so mm-hmm. um, ban me if you must. <laughs> you, you almost came yeah. back in that game too, right? I did. I, I lost by a field goal. I got greedy at the end because I wasn't going to kick a field goal to tie, so... Mm-hmm. Well, that just sounds just balls like to you. the wall or, or or retreat. So that's, that's that my, is why I love point. you in this game and in this file. You bring <laughs> an ingredient that doesn't exist without you. Um, yeah, no. So Ty, did you have any further thoughts on the game? Uh, well, one thing that I really liked, and I actually unfortunately had to do a lot of digging on to figure out everything about it, is the the new pass rushing mechanics. Uh huh. Hmm? Uh, one, I find that really interesting because it's more intuitive. Uh, yeah, yeah. They, you can have, you know, you have the certain amount of moves that a certain player can do. So, like lower rated guys, you can't just keep spamming it with them. Mm-hmm. Uh, higher rated guys, they have more successful things. And one thing that I thought was actually a really cool move, and I can't believe that it wasn't something they weren't like really advertising, is mm-hmm. the offensive linemen in this game if you've noticed those little like ticks below them oh yeah yeah, glows, little dots. yeah when it, yeah yeah when it glows like uh on either side we'll throw one of those like, pictures really on the bright. screen right now yeah so people can see at home yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if it's uh that's that's uh the the offensive linemen learning the moves of the the person they're facing off against so they're so like actually really... experiencing the other linemen and gaining experience against them Yes, so it's like if you keep going, uh, if you're an edge rusher and you keep trying to go around on the right and you keep trying to do a swim out, mm-hmm. um, they're going to learn and they're going to beat those more successfully each time you try it. Oh, and interesting. Then, you know, that's that's when you try the inside move because then it doesn't have a glowing thing there. But that's a an amazing good way to, Yes, it actually is really cool. EA did and something. They did, and they didn't make a big deal out of it, which blows my mind. Like, why and wouldn't they announce that if they're, like, if they're getting I, so much crap, like, hey, we did something cool? Yeah, I looked it up, and it's, like, a small little footnote in a few things, and it's barely talked about, and it's actually, like, a really cool mechanic. Yeah. And so their marketing like team is it, just as good as their, uh... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> their development team. Yeah. Yes. What I like about it is, just like in the real NFL, it encourages you to rotate your guys. If it's a key third down, and, like, all of your defensive linemen have been figured out... Mm-hmm. What, what do you have to lose just swapping in some new fresh people at the edge there? And then well, it gives you know, it gives some backups maybe some more opportunities too. Exactly, it gives them that opportunity because they're fresh, and then the linemen are going to have a lower chance of success there. Even though it may be a better player there, they are going to get nullified if they keep facing off against the same guy each time. That's a big reason why some people are having issues with sacks. I feel like because offensive linemen learn a little bit more in this way. Mm-hmm. So having the same matchups and people doing the same moves on the line, that's going to get uh, – that's not as easily abused this time, which I think is a really, really great addition. I think the, to, the – go ahead. To that point, um, one thing in my CPU game week two, um, Von Miller, who 
has Fearmonger as his ability or mm-hmm. his X Factor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sorry, Spike Week. Um, he got to the point where he was, what do they call it, on fire or yeah, in the zone. Yeah. In yeah, the yeah, zone. Yep. yep. And he, he, I believe, got three sacks in a row. Um, oh, wow. And. <laughs> He's in and out on us. It's bike week, he said, so, you know. Gets crazy Uh, over here with all those (laughs) motorcycles, cutting his feeds. Um, Yeah, but... Yeah, no, the one thing I was going to say with offensive linemen, it would be nice if they, you know, made them capable of injury. That's my only problem with that, is they can't go down unless you have, like, three or four linemen in one section. Wait, what do you mean by that? Hello? Hey, Joe. I don't know why I keep getting cut out. I apologize. It's the bikers. No, it's we right. decided it's the bikers. <laughs> yeah. um, Where did I leave off? I you were talking about Von Miller getting three sacks. Yeah. So um, it was two in a row. Mm-hmm. Once he got in the zone, I, as not even using him, um, it. My main thing is if you've played me, I like to put in a spy, mm-hmm. and that spy basically is just a free roamer. Mm-hmm. Um, and he ended up getting two sacks in a row, and it didn't stop until they were running the ball. Um, oh, wow. So that's after Ty bringing that up. I, I wasn't sure, you know, what was the deal with that because maybe he might have been using the same moves. Um, but Or maybe he's just that silly. good, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> maybe, maybe. That's the case. Um no, I was saying, I, I was talking about how it never seems like offensive linemen get injured in the game, and I don't know if that's because if you only have two, they don't, they're not capable of getting injured, but I wish if they're going to yeah. learn defensive linemen, at least I think there should be a chance that they can go Actu- down. Against Actually, Dustin, been, he had, they're getting hurt more now. Oh, really? Yeah, Dustin had one I've get had, injured week one. You had it happen twice in your game, Dave. I watched it. Isaiah Wynn went down, and another offensive lineman went down for a little while. Frick, actually, wow, you're right. I didn't even, you know? It, it actually, yeah, it actually does happen more now. Yeah, that's why I was asking, because I'm like, that's one thing I've noticed. Lightman oh, get man, uh, you're right, because, yeah. Uh, yeah, Cannon went down, and then Isaiah, yeah. Dags, I forgot about that. lineman went, got injured on a false start play. Well, that's an impressive <laughs> achievement in his career. That was the only thing I accomplished in week one. <laughs> wow, was it like a false snap and he just fell over? Um, <laughs> like, what the hell is I'm that? Not sure. Oh, man. Uh, awesome, yeah, so the highlight feature is pretty cool. The yeah, pass just rush. to interject, yeah, just to interject a little bit about Von Miller, he yeah. has an ability where when he gets a sack, uh, all of his pass rush move points get restored. So that's oh. a big part of that. Once he gets a sack, he like completely replenishes, so it's kind of a reason to kind of force that sack mm-hmm. to get that, and then the X Factor ability, because then he'll be ruthless. So he's really a good tool for pass rushing in general, oh, which we already yeah. kind of knew. Oh, yeah, yeah, the the snowball type, you know. Once he gets that first sack, then it's keep getting worse. Uh, in real life, he's not playing now, right? He's out for the year. Yep, that's true. Yeah, so sorry, uh, sorry, Jordan, you gotta. We're going to injure him for you here. and make you uh, yeah. send him out. <laughs> I, I think that's the least of everyone's worries right now. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Ty, did you want to bring up your uh, highlight plug? Yes, yes. So uh, I, I'm taking it upon myself to do two projects throughout the season, and I've already started on both to where I'm going to do, be doing my own Cardinals highlight 
uh, video through the season, and then I'm going to do one for the league. I've already awesome. got a number of people that have sent me some, so it's already started. Mm -hmm. um, there are two ways that people can do it to make it easy for me. And um, honestly, the first way will be my preferred, just because people are generally streaming, so it's going to work out. Mm -hmm. But um, either give me the timestamps of the plays that you want to be highlighted, mm -hmm. and then I'll be able to make clips of them on Twitch and download those clips. Or at the end of the game, you know, at the end of the stream, just go back and rewatch all those videos or all those plays. Mm -hmm. And then I can just cut off the end and then use those. And then the other way to do it is if you're not streaming, um, by doing the the Xbox record clips button mm -hmm. and then giving me a link to your uh, Xbox DVR. Oh, that okay, okay. And so I, just yeah, and then I can download those. Yeah. So How fast does the DVR upload to the website? Um. Well, when I do it, if if I have space, it's in minutes. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah, yeah. Like, I, I did it, and then I closed my game, and then I could pull it up, and then it's there on the website. So, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. unless it's like a five-minute clip, it might be a little bit longer, but it's pretty Now, fast. also, for reference sake, do you plan to do, like, quarterly highlight videos? Do you plan to do an end-of-season highlight run? What are you looking to do with it? Entirely depends on how much I get. If I so get a it's lot, content dependent. quarterly... Yeah, exactly. You know, I can't do a quarterly highlight if only two people are sending me highlights. That but, makes sense. But, you know, if I get a bunch of them and I'm like, okay, you know, this is... Best of week long. three or something, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, if I if I get consistent uh, highlights, I'll make more consistent videos, but it's all dependent on the content I get. That's fantastic. I, I think that'll be yeah. a great feature. We've had guys do this in the past, but... Either one, they weren't getting enough footage, or there was inconsistency yeah. on their part. So I think, especially with you being such a prominent member, and people yeah. are all plugged in right now, I think it should be a good feature. Yeah, and I totally get that. Like, it's a hassle, like, going through those. And also, you forget, because I've been wanting to do stuff like this for a while, but right, right. I generally don't think about it after an intense game. But once you start doing it, it just becomes a habit. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah. The tough part on my hat, my side is I'll record it, a play that I, I deem a highlight. Yep. Yeah. And then you have to go into like that Xbox Studio, whatever it be, to upload it. You can't. It doesn't just upload once you actually record the clip. Huh. It does for me. That's weird. There might be a setting on that. Okay. We'll, we'll yeah, that... DM about that. Yeah, because I think All right, cool, I cool. went and just clicked like. There's a button on the main menu where it's like record the last or the last 15 seconds or whatever, and then it just automatically saves to my thing, and you can go right to DVR and there it's it. There it is. Gotcha. So, um, so yeah. While uh, while we're all here, uh, Jordan, let's start with you. How did your preseason go, and what are your thoughts on your team right now? Okay, so if we were talking Madden 20, my team would be better than the Super Bowl team that I had with the Colts. Right. When we stepped into the season, I, I saw my team. I made a few big trades, not too many. I didn't go overboard. Mm -hmm. um, but I have experience in all the positions that I I like. Mm -hmm. um, in, you know, Bradley Chubb and Vaughn Miller on the outsides where I don't necessarily like to use. Mm -hmm. um, <clears throat> and then I made a play on a 
you know, decently quick large receiver. Sure. Um, in Chark, yep. who has been nothing but disappointing um, <laughs> in catching and both. <laughs> holding That's Chark the right there. Holding. <laughs> <laughs> Little Chark. He's, I don't, oh, he's back. Chark Jr. Jr. Where'd you, lo- where'd you lose me? <laughs> we were just listening to Chark call out to Daddy. <laughs> so yes, another. I'm right here, guest. baby shark. <laughs> Rolling once a egg. Hmm. Um, how about you start with Ty? I'll be back in ten. Sure, that's fine. All Ty- right, Ty- all right. Ty, let's talk about your uh, your preseason and your team where it sits right now. How do you feel about it? Well, um, I only really got to have. Uh, I believe one user game in the preseason, so mm-hmm. everything is against the computer, and that can create false confidence. But uh, yeah, I gotta say I'm starting to develop a run game, and I'm I'm expecting that to be absolutely embarrassed and crushed in two hours when I play Justin. You know all that. <laughs> Good You're gonna be rethinking your team game. in three hours. Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna be all like, oh wow, you know that those 20 rushing yards were, you know, what a great game. I feel great. But, uh, <laughs> I've I've definitely had to adjust to the new Madden, and I still don't have the deep game figured out. So mm-hmm. I've become much more of that West Coast like quick passing, you know, option trickery offense more than usual just because I don't have that deep game to rely on. Yeah. I'm sure you still have wrinkles mixed in though. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. It's... I, I still try even when it ends up being a bad idea 80% yeah. of the time. But but, uh, but defense, overall you're happy with your team? Overall, yeah. Defense is tough though. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna be bad for a while to getting used to this. Luckily, though, uh, Isaiah Simmons is going to keep getting better mm-hmm. making plays, so that'll be fun. And uh, and you you have Lattimore back there again now this year, right? Ye- yep, yep, yep. Him and uh, Shadobi, Awuzie. Who just signed a new deal. Yep, yep, five years. So him and Buddha's about to sign a five-year deal next week. So him, Lattimore, uh, Awuzie... That's your defensive backfield right there for years. Yeah, they're all good. Oh, it looks like we lost Ty now. So It's just me talking right now. Jordan stepped away and Ty has faded out. So I'll talk about my preseason. Um, So I was able to play all four games of the preseason and really just tinker and learn the game. And I'd played a few head-to-heads beforehand. Um, But... uh, but it went well. It went well. I was kind of spending the time learning the game and, and learning my roster, especially on the depth side of the thing, uh, depth side of things. And um, so, just going through the preseason, oh, I really get to learn. Okay. What, oh, oh, welcome back, Ty. I was going on about my team now. <laughs> okay, I disappeared. Yeah, <laughs> I was talking about. So I had. Uh, it was just me for a minute. I didn't know what to do. Yeah. I took a swig of beer and I'm like, well, I better just go. Um, no, so yeah, I spent a lot of time just kind of exploring the depth of my team, uh, and, which led me to discover that Jared Siddham's time in New England was over. Um, between si- having Cam Newton on the team, and then I signed Blake Bortles in free agency, who... Uh, 
yeah, for a backup, he's not bad. And then I got Cole yeah. McDonald from Hawaii, and for what for a fifty nine rated rookie quarterback, he's a lot of fun to use. Um, <laughs> he has some promise. He was just and he was just flat out better than Stidham, who was like a point above him overall wise. And so I'm like, you know what? I'll get rid of the cheap quarterback on a on a three year deal, whatever was left. I wasn't a fan of him in real life. I wasn't a fan of him in the game. And and Cam Newton was just obviously the most capable starter uh, on the team. Yeah. So going through preseason, I really just learned them. I learned the receivers and where I needed to put those pieces because the Patriots have a weird setup at receiver this year. And uh, and then just and then just tinkering with the defense, which really did not meet, need too much tinkering because the Patriots have a decent defense. Um, so my preseason went well, and right now where I, where I feel with my team, I picked up my one free agent I picked up early was uh, defensive tackle Marcel Darius because I was concerned about the run game uh, and stopping them uh, because the Patriots really haven't replaced Will Fork since he left, and so they don't really have a true nose tackle. They've, yeah. they've like brought in guys for two or three years here and there, but there was no, no real big guy up front, and Marcel Darius just looked like a juicy pickup. And, uh, and so I grabbed him, and, and we'll get into my game against Andy in a little bit, but it was really important that I had him in that game. And, uh, yeah. and so far, I feel good about my team. Am I going to light it up offensively? I never really have, and I don't expect to. But uh, I think where the team is at, I can, for the most part, play my kind of ball. Um, but, of course, I don't think anybody has their team exactly where they want it in year one. So... Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, so that's my team. Did you have anything else you wanted to add about the Cardinals, Ty? Um, just, uh, I guess I kind of related about both our teams. What made you pick, uh, give me a second, Trent Taylor over uh, Jacoby Myers? Oh, you know, I saw you picked him up off the practice squad. Yeah, yeah, I saw him there, and I'm like, I can't, I can't say no to that. <laughs> so I actually, I had experience with Trent uh, from my Jaguars franchise last file, and uh. he's he really is kind of the de facto Danny Amendola replacement as far as he's not Edelman, he's not going to carry the load, but he's that next up little white receiver that can just go up high despite his small size and get the ball. He really is just kind of crafty. And I liked him from then, and so I wanted him here. And so when I saw he was available, Jacoby Myers kind of lost a spot. So, yeah. I'm glad he, got a sp- I'm glad he ended up on a team, though, because I do, I do like Jacoby. Yeah, yeah. he'll. Uh, I'm definitely going to try to make him to somebody. I saw he's kind of the last man in on that, on that. He made the team, but he was barely in there. Yeah, but Fitz is gonna retire, and then true know, that wide receiver four spots pretty open. Yep, yep, yeah. No, it was but, uh, it was Trent Taylor was just kind of familiarity. I like what he brings, and uh, he's just kind of a safety valve, especially if somebody goes down. So yeah, that makes that makes sense. Let's uh, let's get into some of these trades that have happened. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Let's talk. Uh, there's there's some juicy trades out there dating all the way back to preseason. Uh, let's start right off the bat, and I know a uh, shout-out to Drew and Dustin's podcast. Great show in their first episode, and uh, I really enjoyed the content they provided. 
Uh, but they had some things to say about the uh, Miami and New Orleans Saints trade. Uh, Jameis Winston, a one and a two, go to Miami for Tua and wide receiver Preston Williams. Ty, what'd you think of that trade? Uh, well, it was one of those to where uh, it kind of worked out for both, I feel. I think it was an, a nice trade because mm-hmm. Andy didn't really have an attachment to Tua. Mm-hmm. And then also being left-handed, that's just a whole different challenge to have. Yes. So, you know, like giving him to uh, Dustin so that can be his the replacement to Breeze. Mm-hmm. Um, that that was a good move, especially with how um, the whole cap situation on that team is. And I expect the Saints to make more moves because they're not going to be able to keep everybody still. Right, so, right. They just had to move players. Yeah, yeah my my only issue with that is I, uh, it seemed like he didn't get much playing time. In, in the preseason? The first game. Well, uh, Tua didn't get much playing time in the uh, week one game. Is he starting Breeze over Tua? Year one? Yes. Gotcha. Yes. Gotcha. So that's that's probably the biggest question mark of that is with uh Do you force two in now and get him developed right up, or do you let Breeze play and see how you do with him? Yeah, it's definitely uh, it's one of those things to where I feel like the the right answer would be to mix them both in. It's a, it's an interesting yeah, especially for in Dustin's position. It's a very interesting decision because I think Dustin, in one hand, wants to win now before he has to make more moves. And so you start the absolutely better quarterback, but then you are stunting, not much, but you are stunting to his development to an extent by not playing him as much during the season. Then. Yeah, more more than even real life, you know, you yeah. don't get better with a clipboard in your hand. so it's it, it really is an interesting position, especially for Dustin, who I think because of his team, I, I think there's there's room for both arguments. I mean, he obviously he likes oh, Tua, yeah. but at the same time, I mean, do you trade Breeze? Do you keep him? And if you keep him, you're paying him, so you, do you start him? Like, it's just, what do you, what would you yeah. do? I mean... Yeah. Well, they're, they're paying him regardless because all that contract is bonus, so... Even right. if he trades them, it's not gonna. It's only gonna hurt the team more. So that's a good it's, point. It's almost. It's kind of like Breeze has to be there, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. because you trade for Tua, you can't let his rookie year be entirely on the bench. I don't know if this is like a wait for him to get a little bit better and then he starts the second half type of situation or what. But which uh, could be an option, especially. I mean, you'll have a better oh, feel on how your season's going. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Um, I just think. Uh, and maybe I could see that in real life happening. One. Yeah, yeah. He, I don't know, I feel like he should get implemented into the offense in some ways. And even if it's only, like, a few drives a game, mm-hmm. you know, and then you maybe run a few read options with him and do some RPOs, you know, do some of the stuff you can't do with Breeze Sure. put him in. Sure. You know, just so you have that extra Just so he's getting snaps of, per game. Exactly. The chance to get some stats, uh... Make some impact and some development out of that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I wanted to, I was, because I know Drew, Drew really thought Dustin had blown this trade, and and him and, and him and, and Dustin O had kind of commented on the trade in their, in their podcast, and I, I just wanted to give my two cents, because it was, it was, it, it was interesting, just, I really enjoyed the perception of value 
that everyone has when talking about trades, especially on controversial trades like this one. And and they were saying that Andy had handedly won the trade, getting Jameis Winston a one and a two, while Dustin got Tua and Preston Williams. And I, I kind of made the argument in chat, and I'll make it again here, that you're not like. Dustin had no attachment to Jameis, so he was gonna—he was willing to trade. And he was on the market day one, and if yeah. if that's the case, and if Breeze is gonna be retiring, like I mean, you're gonna be looking for a replacement anyway. So I think it was easy for any of us to suggest that if Dustin was gonna enter this draft, his first pick was gonna be for a quarterback if one was available. So I would make the argument that just trading the one. And Jameis Winston coupled together, guaranteeing you get the quarterback that you have to replace Breeze. Not only that, but the quarterback that you want too. I think that's worth it. And then it's a two for Preston Williams, and you can talk about the value there, hit or miss. But I felt like it was a fairly even trade, especially because he would have likely used a first for a quarterback anyway. Exactly. And do you want to know another absolutely great aspect about this trade that cannot be understated? What's that? Because he's a rookie and it was drafted high, mm-hmm. here's how much Dustin pays him every single year for the remainder of his contract. In 2020, 500K. 2021, 500K. 2022, 500K. And 2023, you want to guess? I'm going to say 550K. Oh, uh, no, 500. Oh, dang. He's paying him for four years $2 million. That, and that how old is, is Tua? Excellent. 22. That's fantastic. Yes. That's, again, another factor that you got to look at here. When Breeze is getting paid $30 million a year. Mm-hmm. With know, that, with that value, that's a one in Jameis Winston yep. by itself. I mean. Exactly. Yep. I think yep. I, and Jameis Winston, I mean, you're talking about two, two users who get their guys. It was just really a perfect fit. Yeah, yeah. I that's why I feel like the trade was was a good one. I don't think it was as nearly one sided as uh, some might have seen it. Yeah, I think I think there's I mean there's an argument to be had, especially in, in every it's oh, a yeah. very subjective discussion. But I know Drew really said you know the one and two were really what broke the camel's back here, and I think it everyone values draft picks differently. And especially also based on where you are in the file. Early on in the file, people may covet draft picks, or even in the middle of the file. But they seem to lose value the longer you go, especially if people are going to move on to a new Madden. But I yeah. think I think for what the Saints and what the Dolphins were going to do anyway, this was this really worked pretty well. Yeah, and the Saints also, with my trade with Lattimore, they don't have a first through third round pick this year, but they have three first round picks next Yep, absolutely. So once that cap ends up being more uh, grounded in reality and he's able to finally make some more moves with the team, mm-hmm. he's got three potential great starting rookies right there. Yeah. So it's I, I really like what Dustin did, and I don't think he's even close to being done. No, with I, I agree. That he can do with that. Let's head over to the AFC South here, and, and we'll start with the Titans and talk about a trade they had recently. Uh, defensive tackle Matt Ioannidis from the Washington football team goes to the Titans for wide receiver Corey Davis in a second-round pick. Did you have any thoughts on that one? Um, I like that one. Uh, Justin was really shopping the defensive tackle there, and he and I were in talks mm-hmm. for a while. 
and I had offered a second round pick and right after he's like oh no never mind and then I'm like oh, okay someone gave him a much better offer then yeah Corey Davis and is a bad receiver to add yeah yeah Corey Davis is one of those guys that like I looked at offering a trade for but he's in that weird middle ground of He's good enough that you want him on your team, but not so good that he's like a huge. Uh, he's that two or three. He's not a one at all. Yeah, and he's also like he's young enough to like keep for a while, but not young enough to turn into a star. Right. Right. So you know, so star value isn't guys. there, but value on the field is. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it. It was a pretty fair trade getting that, you know, young high potential defensive tackle giving up a wide receiver that isn't going to be a huge part of that offense. Yeah, yeah, and then and then the Titans, I know they were looking for beef on the line. Matt Ioannidis is a good veteran tackle to add. Uh, I was I was in talk with the football team as well with, with uh, Justin um, for a defensive tackle before Marcel Darius was available in free agency. And uh, so I was kind of in on that too, and and I had caught wind of the Titans making a move, so I I backed out with Marcel Darius on the team, but I think I think it's a good pickup for both because you the the uh, Justin gets a second round pick as well as a a capable wide receiver we'll say, and uh, and then and then Titans get somebody to plug in up front an instant starter on the line, so I thought that, I thought that was a decent value. Yeah, yeah, I can always uh, appreciate people with a position with a lot of talent in turning it into a draft prospect and also fill a position of need. Mm, yeah. Let's uh let's go I, over Jacksonville's been making moves. Yeah, the uh the Dalvin Cook trade. Dalvin Cook and who just recently signed a four year forty six million deal to play in Jacksonville along with Leonard Fournette who returned to the team after being, you know, spited for a week. And, uh, and then coming back. So Dalvin Cook and Leonard Fournette, what a great one-two that is over in Jacksonville. Jordan has yeah. returned to the chat. Oh, welcome, ah, Jordan. There he is. We're talking Jags now. What do you think of the Dalvin Cook signing? I love the Dalvin Cook signing. 25-year-old Leonard Fournette, 25-year-old Dalvin Cook. Dalvin I Cook think it's a shame in. that he got Leonard, but... It's interesting, because you have both of them now. I mean, I don't know if Leonard's going to re-sign as well, but you've got, I mean... He it's it's like Le'Veon Bell only younger with Dalvin Cook over there. Yeah, and that also includes the injuries because that seems to be the the, the worst thing about Dalvin Cook apparently is he is one of those running backs that seems to get hurt a lot. So mm. I can see why the uh, you know as talented as he is, if you can trade him away for more assets, you do. But if you have a guy like that and Leonard Fournette, uh-huh. the injuries are a lot less of an issue because if he goes down, you still have someone you can rely on to be the bell cow. True, true. I think I think that makes a lot of sense. I'm curious to see if Fournette stays. Is he going to pay two yeah, backs we'll, big money? We'll see. I feel like with with how often his running backs get hurt and with how much he uses them, I if he doesn't keep Leonard Fournette, it's because he's got a better running back he's got in mind. That's true. That's true. That's how I feel. Uh, the other, the other big trade that the uh, Jaguars made—they just recently acquired defensive end Leonard Williams from the Giants for a third and future fourth. What did you guys think of that trade? I am not. Funniest... Go ahead, Ty. The funniest thing about that was I completely forgot that he got traded to the Giants from the Jets. So yep. 
I was like, is this the same Leonard Williams? Like, he's drafted <laughs> by the Jets, right? Not the Giants. And I had, like, a minute of just existential, like, whoa, what's real? But then, then I came back to reality. Came back to reality, but yeah. That was, that was a pretty good one because he got a value player for, you know, third and a fourth for a player like that is kind of a low price. It's a low-key value trade by Matt. That's the crap he does that builds Super Bowl yeah. teams. Like, I, I saw yeah. that and I, I liked it. Especially because I, 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 I'm oddly rooting for Matt now. But uh, but signing Leonard Williams for, for a third and a future fourth, just value-wise, I liked it. Giants didn't do bad, but I like Leonard Williams under Matt's yeah. lock and key. Well, like like Jacques said in the, the league news, it's, it's one of those trades where sure he gets a third and a fourth back but he also gets cap space back which can't be understated that's a good especially point. when you're trading away a position that you don't value like he doesn't value defensive linemen nearly as much as linebacker right is. right so you may not get the immediate return for what his value could be but the that cap space can bring in someone that will yeah yeah now I want to get to uh, while we're on the topic of Jacksonville and Jordan's here. I want to get on to talking to him about uh, acquiring DJ Chark, wide receiver, defensive tackle RB Jones, a third round pick, all of those going to Denver for a first round pick, a second round pick, and a first round next year. Jordan, talk about that trade. What went through your mind with that acquisition? So, not being very familiar with uh, Madden 21 and its gameplay, mm-hmm. um, someone I held probably in one of the highest regards from last last file was DJ Chark. Mm-hmm. Um, he offered everything that I, as someone who really appreciates the receiver position, because in my years of football, that's what I love to play. Right. Um, uh, and he just always came down with the big catches. He... I think he almost single-handedly brought you the divisional um, divisional series win, yep. if you will. Yep. No, absolutely. Um, I, other than, uh, you know, um, I failed to pick up the name, but there was one big catch we all know about that won you a game. Mike but, Evans. Uh, Mike Evans. Mike Evans. Yeah, Mike I, Evans. I think that DJ Chark single-handedly kept, kept you – ahead of that division series in the last files. Oh, um, interesting, yep. In my early negotiations with uh, Matt, he said that Chark was already on the table for someone else, and I I had a strong feeling that it was um, one David Ranlett from the New England Patriots. Um, <laughs> I didn't even know he was available. And in hearing that, um, you know, I kind of let it go for a little bit, thinking that he was already gone. Uh-huh. Um, and then another trade was kind of uh, Philip Lindsay was brought up again, and I, I just it really dove into getting Chark. Um, yeah. And I said, what would it take? Because I don't value draft picks as nearly as much as many do here. We were, we were having a talk about that while you were gone as far as how people value those differently. So that's interesting you say that. <clears throat> um, I, I don't have a solid history in the draft uh, success successful history in the draft um not that i've always gotten duds but Mm -hmm. just not worth it to me in getting experience if i have that cap available sure um so you know trading away the draft picks wasn't a huge deal to me 
Mm -hmm. um, they are much more valuable to a mat um, than they would be to myself. So sure, sure. Um, I saw an opportunity in a 24 year old shark who, who it's a good receiver. you know, is up for a contract, but he's a young man and yeah. his, his contract kind of breaks in that period where it's right before he is necessarily an elite receiver. Mm -hmm. um, so I'm hoping that that kind of pays off in renegotiating. I mean, um, you could argue if you could trade, take one of those first-round picks and get Shark out of it right there as a win. Yep. I mean, yeah. Yep. And then, um, I'm, I'm very much a bird in hand is worth two in a bush kind of guy. So sure. um, yeah. if, I, if I see a Shark and, and a couple of draft picks that could be bust or be a Shark, um, I'm You'll happy take the to known quality. Offer. Yeah. Um, but no noting... Shark has been nothing but disappointment in the short time I've had him. Um, two weeks, no Chark. Two weeks, no Chark. He's had opportunities on catches. Um, granted, it was already obviously a blowout, um, but there was a momentum, a possible momentum shift in the game versus Dustin, mm -hmm. where, you know, up until that point, I, you know, it was obviously, rightfully so, no, no chance at winning. Sure. Um, but there was a part right after half where I think I scored um, and then he had the ball and I forced a turnover in my own red zone. Oh, wow. Um, and so I, I recovered a fumble and then my very next play, I threw it to Chark. He made the catch and fumbled the ball for another turnover. So, um, Ooh, wow. Yeah, that that was that's a, that's a killer. in the chat, the heartbreaker that I was mentioning. Yeah. Um, uh. Not not that I thought I had a chance in getting back, but at least to make it something... Make it more competitive. Not so depressing, yes. Sure, sure. And then you also get R.B. Jones in a third for that. So, I mean, for your one and two and one, I mean, two first-rounders, you get a, a wide receiver that you're hoping... I mean, it's it's early, and I and I can tell you Chark is going <laughs> to be worth it for you because he's, he's a prototypical stud receiver. And, yep. uh, and R.B. Jones isn't a bad value defensive tackle. And and a third gives you a little bit more draft capital for losing three picks. I like the trade. I like. I I'm scared of Chark with you down the road. Um, so, if, go ahead. If, if we can, because uh, when my son so rudely interrupted me, yeah. um, I don't know how far we are beyond talking about teams. But, oh, we're not too but, far. We're just talking okay. trades now. Yeah. Um. So with my team, as I was saying. Um, if if this was Madden twenty, yeah, I think I could do a lot of damage with this team. Um, where it offensively, is now. Yep. It, it's it's strong in all points where I need it to be. Mm -hmm. um, obviously, my receivers were were strong to begin with, um, but I was kind of missing the speed and size that I I, I prefer. Yeah, um, and and then I already had Hamler on my wide wide receiver. Um, depth chart so I, I moved him as if he was a Paris Campbell sure um, and he's already been my best running back on top of already having two solid running back um, and and then defensively I picked up that RB Jones Abry Jones um, yep. and defensive tackle I was pretty pretty weak at so I moved Jarrell Casey over to defensive tackle um, oh do knowing you I, I run a three four. Oh, okay, okay. Generally, yeah. Um, 
but I have Vaughn and, and Chubb on the outsides, so they compensate for kind of the interior. Mm-hmm. So I was just happy to have that strong interior. Um, and then defensive backs, if I were to get used to the change of direction feature and be able to roam the field as comfortably as I used to be able to, mm-hmm. I feel my defensive backs are strong. I moved Simmons from safety to cornerback. Yeah. Uh, and, and my my top three cornerbacks are all mid-80s or right around there. Right. Um, and my safeties are high speed and decent tackling, which is what I value at that. Um, so it's just a matter of me getting used to the, the, the new gameplay. I, yeah, I think you just got to adjust to the game. On top of taking the break off from the last season or two seasons, whatever it was, yeah. Um, my team is probably rated like a 79 right now, but it's kind of like catered to the Your strengths where, where I like them. I got experience and, and talent where the CPU plays and physical attributes where I use her. So it's just, just tuning it in. I really like the fit for you with that team. I think, I think, and honestly, based on all the users in the league, if there's, if there's a user here that I think that's going to adjust quickest, I think once you figure it out, all the gears are going to immediately fit into the right places. Once you understand what you're supposed to be doing, you return to being a scary user, especially with the team that suits you, like you just mentioned, pretty well suits you already. Um, I really think you're going to just continue. I, I think the early part of this year and maybe this whole season will be a grind for you, but I think you're going to be, like with the Colts, long-term scary. And uh, you've got a lot of youth, a lot of weaponry, and I think Chark, long-term, is a great fit for you, and you could probably sign him for a very affordable deal. Yeah. But if you don't want him, you know, New England could always use more receivers. So, <laughs> um, Moving on, uh, there was there was one other topic I wanted to talk about. Aside, oh, Jordan, I wanted to mention the Philip Lindsay to Giants for Jabril Peppers, a fourth and a seventh. What did you have with that? So that, I think, was probably my most effective trade. Yep. Philip, um, uh, Jabril Peppers is I under- great. I, I understand that he is not a spectacular player. Um, but again, I don't really pay much attention to overall. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I look at players and and across their, their ability line or stat line um, on what if I'm using them, they can do, mm-hmm. or if I'm not using them, what they can do. So I, I had a few nibbles at Von Miller, but I don't use her outside linebacker very often unless I'm covering. Sure. But I, I, I don't pass rush. So I like that knowing that if the CPU is using, is controlling him, I don't have to worry about that. He's going to do what, what he can do. Right. Um, you get a pass rush to for free, in a sense. Exactly. As opposed to the CPU controlling Jabril Peppers, who isn't very strong in coverage. Mm-hmm. Um, physically, he has all the abilities. But I know if I'm in a dime or... A, pardon me? If, I, <laughs> if I'm in a dime or something with a sub-linebacker and I'm controlling Jabril Peppers, as we saw, even against Dustin, I, I pulled out a pretty... pretty decent interception on him right um that was awesome to watch 
early early on in the season he's already been kind of the only thing that's been keeping me mentally in this this new uh game just yeah he, he's making the tackles I, i've sent him on blitzes a few times and he oh he continues to cut out because of those flipping bikers <laughs> oh there he's back kind of like a player that yeah. is always there yeah yeah um and it might just be made up in my mind or not, but I feel like every now and then you get a player that somehow is just always in on the play no matter what, whether they're 69 overall or 95 overall. They're just for you some reason them being there. Yeah. All, always on the play. Um, and, and coming out of college, not that I'm a big college fan, but I like any player that can – be versatile and used all over the field and sure. and he's one of those i mean as as special teams as linebacker as as safety and and that the jabril peppers was a bigger trade than the chark one for me specifically wow yeah yeah no i think i think that <clears throat> it, it added instant value okariki too <laughs> So, uh, Ty, something I wanted to ask you, get kind of your input on here, is a couple things, because you're in the NFC, unlike, unlike Jordan and I. Uh, so what are your thoughts on Jacques having Philip Lindsay and Barkley in the backfield? Uh, well, he's going to be a tough opponent. Uh, mm-hmm. Not even – he's going to have that consistent running game, burn off the clock, and then play lockdown defense on you style he's gonna have a really good start yeah uh, i was i actually messaged him being all like because after that trade happened i was like okay well barkley's gone and i need That's to what see I if thought I can too. put something together yeah but uh no he's staying put you know he likes to have that you know those running backs that he can rotate and there was no way i could give him an offer that wouldn't also break my own heart giving something up so right right it wasn't going to happen. Then he goes out and trades a second to Miami and acquires Jakeem Grant, speedy wide receiver. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. That was a uh, – originally when I saw that, I was like, I didn't know he was on the Giants. Okay, but then I yeah. saw that it was from the trade. That, that little shifty hey. dude is going to be – I apologize. Hey. I cut out every few minutes. No problem, but that's uh, fine. That's all right. We can adjust. Um, yeah. But with uh, sending Philip Lindsay – Yeah. That that's a position that somehow um, I had Melvin Gordon, I had Philip Lindsay, I had Royce Freeman, and I knew that Hamler was going to running back. Um, right. So you had so a I stockpile. Got, I had a stockpile of a position that I I really don't value. Don't yeah. don't value. Um, yeah. And and I value Hamler at running back much more than I value Lindsay at running back. Sure. Um, so in my eyes, especially with Lindsay being on a contract year, mm-hmm. I, I I got Jabril Peppers for a player I didn't plan on resigning, mm-hmm. um, and, and you know Jack got a great running back, and I don't see Saquon going back. I'm hoping that he uses him for for some capital, but yeah, it looks uh, like he's gonna keep both in tow and just hammer it. Yeah, maybe we'll see. Ty, the only other trades I wanted to get to as well was just talking about you know you shipping Patrick Peterson to Dallas, acquiring Marcus Lattimore. Just kind of talk talk throughout that uh, that secondary adjustment and how that all went down. Well, yeah, a lot of 
all of that was basically just acquiring picks in this next draft and then making my defensive backfield set for the future. Yeah. Having a, you know, I decided to, I couldn't decide if I wanted Simmons to be a safety or uh, have him convert to middle linebacker like he's playing in real life, but I decided I'd do the compromise and have him at safety and put him in the sub linebacker and nickel packages and all that. And, mm -hmm. So I could move him around like how he's how he was in college, but having him, Lattimore, and Shadobi and Buddha all together, it's great to have a really vital position group set. Yeah. From that on, and the only real old person that I have to worry about now on my team is Chandler Jones. Yeah. Who himself is already going to be an impactful player for the next few years, even if it's something going to be playing a defensive end soon. Right, but right. Still that, has value. That was, not yeah, not all, a not a bad pain about, to have. Yeah, all of that was about making the team younger and setting it up for the future because the roster still needed a lot of work. Now, I uh, I was watching this very carefully, especially in the league news uh, part of the Discord there. Uh, Kenyon Drake knocking down Devonta Freeman to the number two back and winning the starting job. How has he been? Um, I can actually run with Drake, and like I said earlier, I expect to be uh, embarrassed for that statement <laughs> we finish this and I play that game, but um, I really expected Freeman to be the guy because he's got high change of direction, high spin, high juke, and he's a tiny guy that can move around, but yep. he, he seems to be a guy that I can, like, I can break off, like three broken tackles with him uh -huh. and get eight yards but then every other time I get tackled right away with Kenny and Drake I'm able to more consistently make people miss he has that burst right off out of it. Yeah, I was really looking to trade him but now um, I feel like he's going to be the guy for the next few years awesome awesome well before we go on to week one games, did you guys have any other trades, league news, things you want to talk about around the league before we carry on? I'm all set. Ty? Just uh just a shout out to Isaiah Simmons, week one rookie of the year or rookie of the week. Rookie of the week, <laughs> Isaiah Simmons. That's fantastic. Not a bad start for the young guy. Not at all. Two picks in a row. Yeah. Amazing. Made me happy. So uh week one. Uh, we had quite a few fun games to watch, and let's, Jordan, break us down. Let's talk about Titans-Broncos, and let's get your thoughts before we give ours. Uh, okay, so those of, those of uh, the users that watch, um, I apologize. <laughs> People in, free, in or, fantasy or football that have Locke on their team are in shambles right now. I, I honestly started off the game... Feeling okay. Um, Felt pretty confident. Not so much confident, I guess. I, I just didn't didn't see a blowout in my future. Sure. Um, I I I played, you know, just face a franchise kind of stuff, just kind of getting a feel for the game. I hadn't played any head to head, um, but one thing I didn't compensate for was that face a franchise. I think is designated in pro or. Or or whatever, sure. Um, but change of direction did not make a difference, mm -hmm. and I think that may be the theme of me getting used to this game. Um, it's less arcadey and more sim. I think is the mode difference. It goes from arcade or competitive to sim style, which is what the league is set in. <clears throat> yeah, 
and, and I I noticed some changes playing at first, but I, I think I ended up throwing a interception. Oh, them dang, dang bikers again got Jordan. <laughs> I'm sure he'll be back in a minute. Ty, did you watch the game? Uh, yeah, yeah, it was one of those games to where uh, with with his play style and with the inevitable adjustment period Sorry. to the new. I, th I think at that okay. point it was just a, a bad decision. Mm -hmm. So, you know, my bad, no problem. Sure. You can um, swallow that. And pretty quickly I, I followed with the Jabril Peppers interception. Mm -hmm. So at that point I'm like, okay, you know, it's kind of coming back to me. I haven't played in, in quite a while, but right. I'll get a handle on it. Um, and then that's when it all went downhill. And then the tide <laughs> turned. <laughs> Defensively, yeah. like they changed up the uh, the kind of adjustments button. Yes, which which oh. is a big struggle for me at the moment. Yeah, yeah. yeah. right bumper to um, the left. Especially when you're seeing things and you try to react quickly. So once you're in the yeah. snap, you may be on the wrong you wrong player, wrong position, um, and that proved to be pretty painful to me. Yep. Um, but if if you have played me or you haven't. I am not going to give in and just try to run out the clock if I'm losing. No, you're going to um, sling it. I'm going to sling it. I don't care if I throw two or, as we saw, ten interceptions. Um, yeah. It's it's just I'm not throwing out the white flag. Um, Which I commend you for. And, and, like, the biggest pain was that this change of direction seems to be the theme, but I did not see that with Dustin as user. And I understand that him being the most recent Super Bowl winner, is yep. that correct? Yeah. Um, I understand that his, his level of play is going to be um, much higher than where I'm at taking time off. Right, right. But it makes his, sense. His safety covered the way you could cover the field in Ma uh, Madden. 19 uh, with a linebacker? No, 23. Is that. What, what was the one? He cut out again. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think he's talking about Madden 25. Oh, Madden 25. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's when we started this. Arcade. Yes. Yeah, Madden 25. Um, there was no, like, I, he would be with his safety on the right hash, and I would be running an out with my tight end on the left. And I he saw would that get play. There. Yep. Um, he went right over. And, and so I was reading opens, and, and it wasn't the defensive backs that were covering that particular receiver, but he was just there every time. Um, and, and if anything was frustrating in that game, aside from losing 64 to 7, sure. um, it, it was that in I would see stuff on the defensive side and couldn't get there, and I felt like he was at every opportunity, so... Yeah, I actually I that. learned something from that game, too. I noticed, and this might be part of the whole passing game mechanic that's changed, it takes the ball longer to get down the field. Yes. So you have they to change They changed the physics of the ball being in the air, and um, you really notice that in pitches and options now, and mm -hmm. to the point to where some plays are actually broken. I've kind of had to find that out the hard way. Huh. Because the timing is based on what it used to be like, but there there's this one triple option play where every time you do it, it just throws behind the running back, and then it's the bump. That's just thanks, yeah. I had to 
I had to ruin it. I had to remove that. But uh, was Adoree Jackson the guy you were talking about that got everywhere? I, I honestly don't know. Um, it was it, it was uh, whatever player he was using, and it may have been Adoree Jackson, but I thought Adoree Jackson was a cor- uh, cornerback. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm, this I'm was a safety. Here. Okay, because there's uh, Kevin Biard, who's 90 speed, 87 change of acceleration. But Adoree Jackson is actually going to be an amazing player 93 speed 96 agility and 95 change of direction that's ridiculous that that whole defensive backfield is they can move so they're gonna be good see why you struggled on that yeah and on top of that i don't know if it was a morale thing um but you know having a 6-4 chark or a uh you know 6-1 judy who's who's supposed to be a quick slot guy they just weren't going after the ball so um Week one yeah. was a was looking back on it a frustrating week. I, I tried to keep it entertaining in the chat during. Um, <laughs> you always do, but it, it, it was yeah. quite painful to me. Yeah, um, and I did not go to bed until about oh boy, I don't know, one o'clock or so. Oh boy, <laughs> yeah, those kind of losses just just flat out hurt. And I mean, you really got the short straw as far as drawing. One of our sharpest users of late too. Dustin's been on a roll, and I mean, he was. We all voted on our best users in the league. He was number two, right behind Matt, for good reason. I mean, and you're two years out of the out of the game. So I mean, it was it was. I expected him to win, but that was just unfortunate. Hey, welcome back. Yep, and, and that that's part of the the having fun with it. I knew it was my first user game. Right. In a new game. If this was five seasons top in, user. flags would be raised. And. Uh, what what I was surprised was I know we're not in week two yet, but I did have a head to head game with Ty. Yeah. Um, and I understand that he was doing some new stuff, but I I started getting a feel for that game, and that just did not translate into my my uh, season CPU game. game against Steelers. So. Right. Right. Well, I mean, practice makes perfect. Two games. I mean, you played what four preseason <laughs> games before that tops? Mm, I think I played two of them. Yeah, so you just you just don't have the timing yet. That's fine. One thing, uh, real quick, I do want to suggest, and it's something because I've had that same issue where wide receivers just don't even try to go for the ball. Um, in yeah. some situations, you can't really do this, but if it's an error ball situation, now more than ever, it's important to switch to your wide receiver and move them into position, because like Dave said, that the it takes longer for the ball to get places. Um, where the CPU of the wide receiver runs isn't always going to be in the best spot, especially if a user's uh, controlling the DB. They're going to try to get into position. So when it's in the air, it's probably a good idea to practice switching to them and moving them into a spot to where tall guys like Chart can get that grab. Mm -hmm. Because I've had that issue with Hopkins. Like, you know, one-on-one, I'll throw to him, and it's like interception, interception. It's like... What the hell? And, and that's something I, s- I did historically. Um, again, yeah. that's mainly why I use a locked was I got to play wide receiver, being my favorite position. Um, yeah. You know, you got to fight for that position, and, and that dates back to team play time when I got to Calvin. So yeah, um, right. I, I think it's all feel right now and just don't have that feeling. Oh, yeah, it just takes time. Just, you know, more practice, more reps. All right, we'll move on to uh... – Pats and Bills. Did either of you guys watch that game? Pats and Bills? Not I. 
Dave versus Andy? You mean Pats and Dolphins? I'm sorry, I wrote Pats and Bills in my... I don't <laughs> know what Pats. I'm talking about. I'm Pats, but Andy's the yeah. Dolphins, not the Bills. I had this written down wrong. So, Pats, Dolphins. <laughs> Did you catch that one, Ty? Yeah, yeah. Um, I watched uh, bits and pieces of the first half, and then I watched the end because I was out doing dashes, but once it got really close there, I, I had to pull over. That was, uh, that was a fun one. Oh, my he word. Started off, he started off with... Uh, everything going in his favor my goodness he so i'm gonna be i'm gonna be flat out honest and i i messaged him right after the game i foolishly underestimated andy i did not expect him to be able to come right back after being gone for you know forever and actually hang with me being a lot more experienced and so i definitely underestimated him but then you couple that with the fact that my running back fumbles in the first play he goes downfield and scores, and then I get the ball back, and on my second play of the game, Xavier Howard cuts in front of, front of uh, Nikhil Harry for an interception, and then he goes downfield to score 14-0, so suddenly, he's not as bad as I thought he was, and I've spotted him 14 points. My heart was pounding the rest of the game. Like, I was, I mean, I was two offensive plays in, and I was standing up instead of sitting comfortably, and uh, I have to give a shout-out to Andy. I mean, he... For the most part, he played old-school Andy Ball where it was run it, control the clock, and less turnovers than your opponent, and that was always his kind of rule of thumb is protect the ball. Fortunately, I have Stephon Gilmore on the team, and he bailed me out of two with two red zone interceptions in the game, and Devin McCourty had a third, so my secondary really stepped up, and as I alluded to before, having Marcel Darius in the middle did just enough to stop his run yeah. game. He was pounding me up and down the middle, and it was it seemed like the one or two times I needed the four, third or fourth, because he was aggressive. He was going for it on fourth down in some cases to yeah. really put the yeah, pressure on. a lot. And, and so just barely having enough, just, I mean, I really felt like I just barely had enough oomph to get a couple stops. But he was running down my throat more uncomfortable a lot more uncomfortably than I expected and and he gave me a great game I mean I was able to finally figure out the offense Cam Newton was able to sneak one in and then I was able to score to Edelman to tie it up but I what what scared me was before I got the go-ahead touchdown to take the lead in the game uh, I had to settle for a field goal with three minutes left and so I was down 14 to 10 and he was running the ball well and so I was really kind of banking on my defense to just finally come up with a stop. They did on fourth down, and we were able to, to take the lead with 30 seconds left. I mean, I had no timeouts, and then he was able to go all the way downfield. And it really, I mean, the first drive, the last drive of his game offensively, he really showed he could pass with Jameis as well. So I give Andy a lot of props for not playing in a while and coming in and, and giving me quite the scare. And then I was able and to get it done in OT. I understand that that he wasn't around for the last file very much, and I, and we did the uh, top sixteen users. Um, I'm not I'm not sure how many included him on the list, but you were the only one. Andy is Andy is just one of those people that can kind of a plug and play user. He he just plays smart and safe enough to win a game while not sacrificing the ability to take over a game um, mm -hmm. and, and you know 
obviously coming out with a loss, but but whenever somebody he loses he overtime, I, in, I have to shake longer the hand. than I. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. And Andy really is is well suited to play whatever. His style reminds me a bit like Matt's, mm-hmm. but a yeah. little less of the deep ball, unless he's running like a trip tight end, wide receiver, reverse cornerback. Uh, exploitation deep ball to the third tight end on the left side of the field. Aside from like one of those random gimmicky plays that Andy runs, for the most part, he's very safe, but he's sound. And uh, yeah. like I said, if it wasn't for Stefan Gilmore being Stefan Gilmore, I don't win that game. I mean, he had two red zone picks, so that took away two potential more scores for Andy. Um, but that game, that game was a great way to open week one for me. It was exciting. Uh, it, it immediately regained my respect for Andy's game. And, I mean, we had, I think I had nine viewers on the game, so I think it was the most tuned in to game of the week, which was kind of cool. Always fun when you're part of that. Oh, yeah, when you got all those eyes watching you. Oh, my word, it felt like it felt like a Sunday night football game. I'm like, I can't, I can't botch this. And I was so, I mean, that overtime, when I got the ball first, I was just... I could barely hold my controller, and uh, I almost blundered a couple times, but thankfully Cam Newton <laughs> threw it on spot to Lamar Miller, and we were able to take the win. But uh, I think been... the Titan Titans Broncos game started with more viewers, but they they uh, pittered they out, turned it off after the first <laughs> quarter. <laughs> well, I, I mean, I I say in a year or two that game is going to be worthy of those those viewers. But uh, last game, we have uh, Packers and Vikings. I only caught a portion of this game. Did you guys see any of it? I saw bits and pieces of it, and every bits and piece I saw was was awesome. Yeah, they, they were 35-33 in favor of Vikings or something? Yep. Uh, Ty, did you watch the game? Uh, yeah, I watched like the second half. I don't remember what I was doing before that. Sure. But I tuned in, and it was, it was one of those intense games to where... You know, you you really don't know who's going to win. Everyone's making, each of them are making plays here and there. And then uh, uh, the Packers almost came in with that onside kick. And if they do, I think they win. Honestly, the way things were going at the end there, uh-huh. I think they I think they finally figured out that defense and they were able to just go Aaron Rodgers, you know, gun it at the end type of style. But you know, they couldn't get the kick, which is hard so you can't blame him for that it's going to be a fun rivalry seeing those two face off it's true it's true i'm, I'm excited to see what happens with them uh down the road i it was one of those user matchups i wasn't sure how it was going to be uh just because i didn't know adam as well as or or southern sam but it seems like that's gonna that's gonna be a fun one to watch on the regular i think the divisions have been built very very well i i appreciate that that i wanted i wanted to make sure going into the league, everyone feels like they have a shot. And if you can get to the playoffs, anything can happen. So uh, I'm excited to see it work. If that was was the plan, then then you failed, because I do not feel like I have a shot at this moment in time. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, Lynn's not even in the file. You have a shot. Did he, did his uh, computer win? Uh, I don't. I don't know. He's supposed to be okay. joining at some point tonight. He messaged me this uh, this afternoon and said he was downloading the game tonight. So if I don't get him into the file today, he'll be in it tomorrow. And he plays Dustin the Saints. So, uh, awesome. so yeah. So he should be in it shortly. Um, but I. I mean, my goodness. I remember you two having some great games in ML twenty. 
uh, yes. for, for in the playoffs and, and going for the playoffs. So I'm excited to see down the road what you guys look like. And I said, like I said before, I think out of the users that are still adjusting, you're going to bounce. Once you figure it out, all the rest of the gears fall into place. Yeah. So... Uh, yeah, do you guys have any other any other stuff to talk about regarding the league? Games? News? Well, uh, who do you guys have being MVP? For the league? Drew Locke. Yep. Defensive. <laughs> uh, let's see. Hmm. This is a tough question. I don't know. It's really early. It's so early. Um... I'm going to say it's going to be a defensive back. I feel like there's going to be a lot of picks from a lot of players this year, and I think like I think a defensive back is going to take it. Anyone on the so, Titans? <laughs> I think I think I think defense is going to dominate in year one of this file as everyone works and refiguring out the offense. And so I'm going to say a defensive back. Whoever that is, you could flip a coin, but I think I think DB wins as far as MVP this year. That's a pretty smart play, given that defense, for the most part, big names have kind of stuck around teams, mm -hmm. um, and offense is what has been moved around the most. Yep. Um, so it's, I, I still don't think Madden would allow that to happen. Mm -hmm. um, but boy, it's definitely going to be a QB. <laughs> what do you think, Ty? Uh, see, I've um. I've got it between uh, Zeke and uh, brain fart. Henry, Derek Henry. They both had a great start to the year. I mean, I, I was watching yep. Zeke yep. play the Falcons here in week two, and we'll, we'll talk about that later uh, in another podcast. Henry. But Zeke has come off to a hot start. Henry was the yep. only thing that didn't really work. For didn't he get hurt one, in your game? Well, because he, he got did. hurt, yeah. yeah. Yep. <laughs> he had one big run, and then like his second or third he got hurt. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I think you could make a case for a running back. Uh, certainly, uh, Dalvin Cook as well would be what somebody I'd mentioned. And once Lynn gets a hold of Jacobs again in the Raiders, uh, and who knows, Mixon is now under control of a user with Sam over in Cincinnati. Yeah, and that's another game here in Week Two: Joe versus Sam, first divisional game they'll have. Yeah. That'll be one worth watching. Um, I think I think offenses are going to be figured out. Pretty soon here, we got a lot of lot of strong, you know, high power players that can read defenses, um, not just in rhythm as as I do. Mm -hmm. I, I basically just go in timing and and rhythm. But you got like Jack is someone who can read a defense before they even snap the ball. Um, he knows yeah. what's going there. Yeah. So I, I think offenses are gonna probably midway through the season take over. That'll be interesting to see. I think another one that does a good job, too, of reading a defense is Justin. So good luck, Ty. <laughs> There's not much to read, don't worry. Well, I've got... Uh, do you guys have anything else to add? Um, no. All right. The only last thing I have to talk about for the league is a little bit of news. Uh, Daddy Leagues for Madden 21 is officially out. And I, they have given us a discount for renewing our subscription this year if we want to. Uh, so it's it's twenty four dollars for renewing. Can you update data leagues, please? Well, I will once we have it. <laughs> so if we are interested in 
renewing daddy leagues and getting that a part of the uh, a part of the league again. Please, when you when you finish this podcast, go into the uh, podcast Discord channel and give this uh, podcast a thumbs up. The thumbs up will re- represent yes, you're in for daddy leagues, and yes, you'd like to contribute. Because if we can divide this cost and everyone pay- pays like three bucks, then I mean, goodness, we're out a cup of coffee for uh, for daddy leagues or or whatever. So give it a thumbs up, and that'll signify to me, hey, I'm interested in helping out with it. And if not, we'll find a way to get it. So, Daddy Leagues is back. I just checked today. They are officially hosting Men 21 Leagues. So, it'd be good to have that back. Uh, there's been a, there's a couple alter- alternatives out there. I've looked at them. I'm not a huge fan. Uh, Matt is running a different one in Gridiron Grinders. If there's enough votes for that that one, I don't remember what it's called offhand. But uh, if, you, if you're interested in that, let me know as well. Uh, but, yeah. Outside of that, I want to thank you guys for getting the file. Started off to, I mean, it was a great week one. A lot of games worth watching. And it's going to be fun to see how, how all the users trickle out. And also I should give a thanks to Dustin G, who's for the first time here doing the user versus user chart. So we'll have records of everyone's success in the league. And that might play a big role in, in deciding our top users after this file. So, Dustin should get an unsung hero kind of award or something. Dustin, so I've already decided, after the sacrifices he's already made, Dustin is going to be uh, in commissioner rank with choosing his team next file. So he will awesome. he, he deserves it for the hit he took for this file and the fact that he's laying out for the uh, user versus user record. So he's going to get his choice of team next year, and then the commissioners will follow suit, um, which I think is fair for all the work he's doing. And, for sure. Uh, yeah, so Ty, thank you for joining us tonight. Of course. And uh, Jordan, honestly, you've been one of my most favorite guests, even with uh, with you cutting in and out. I'm glad that you finally got on a podcast, and I definitely want to have you back. I'm only here so I don't get fined. <laughs> <laughs> well, with that uh, said, thank you guys. We'll see you in week two and week three. I imagine... Around week four will be the next time we'll be podcasting. Maybe week five if people are playing their games quickly. But, uh, yeah. Thank you guys so much. Huck it or suck it. Huck it or suck it from Jordan. Ty, good luck today against the football team. And I get to go play Derek Seahawks, who Derek is not joining until the 13th. So he won't be here for another week or two. Perfect. Guys, have a great night. Good night, guys.